You're listening to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Jurgen Matesius, lead pastor of C3 Church in San Diego. Hey guys, welcome to C3 Church San Diego Leadership Podcast, episode two. We hope you enjoyed the last one. We know you will have loved it, but we're back again, and the topic we're talking about is accountability. Uh, a foreign word, maybe to some, uh, we hope to bring it into light and make it a more common, popular word in your church vocabulary. But before we even talk about accountability and the power of accountability, uh, we want to let you know about some stuff coming up next year to lock into your hot little calendars. Pastor Jürgen, next year, what's happening? Well, uh, this is Pastor James Murray, who's hosting. He hasn't introduced oh, himself. Sorry. Just in case you're wondering who you it is out voice. there. You know my voice. That is James Murray. With it's the, either me or Barry White. Some people it's just very, confused. It's the, it's the <laughs> sweet voice of chocolate. <laughs> the soothing it's chocolate voice. It's the podcast voice. of liquid mm, chocolate. The chocolate so, tones. Uh, we just came out of our Empower Conference, our first ever mm-hmm. jam-packed, jam yep. to the gills. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Next year, we're going to go even bigger and better. Uh, we're going to have a summit. We're just confirming... Rick Warren is going to be speaking what? to our Leaders Pastors Summit wow. on the Thursday, Thursday night. Uh, we've got Dr. Robbie Sonderegger. We've got Pastor Benny Perez from Las Vegas coming back. He rocked back. it this year. He was absolutely one of the favorites, one of the favorites of conference. You don't want to miss him. No. And then we've also got uh, Pastor Michael Pitts and then no yourself, way. local powerhouses, Leanne, myself. What? And uh, the team. So it's going to be unbelievable. Mark it in your calendar, June 29, 2013. Bring your whole team. We're going to have a youth conference with young adults. We're going to have a kids conference with Natalie Miller, who is a ventriloquist puppeteer from Australia. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. So we're going all out next year. And uh, it is just growth, 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 takeover, global takeover. And a lot, and a lot of the world. feedback, even from this one, was... I came as a pastor and loved it. Wish I'd brought my whole team. Yeah. So really great opportunity, especially when it finishes on uh, Saturday night. For some people, they can get back in time for church or whatever. So it means you're not missing out on weekend, but starts Thursday night, finishes Saturday night. So really great opportunity. So mark it in your calendars, June 29, 2013. Going to be amazing. Fantastic. So, so onto the topic of accountability and the power of accountability. Now, uh, Pastor Jürgen, we... Uh, as a church here have a pretty strong culture of accountability that's been created here not one that is uh, again it's a healthy accountability structure and system uh, but you know really it's a foreign word yeah. in, in a lot of people's vocabulary especially in church life so thought it'd be really powerful to talk about it and, and really how's that played out what does it mean to you what does it mean to us as a church and how can it help our listeners out there to create a great healthy strong sense of accountability in their teams which only leads to achieving goals achieving vision seeing things grow so question number one I guess is what does accountability uh, in church life what does it mean to you great um, well the first thing James is for me, accountability is the measure of productivity. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've kind of been in different, uh, so many different uh, work environments, and you know, even to one where you had to fill out a timesheet every week. Wow! So you had to fill out a timesheet. You had to basically give an account of your eight hours. Huh. And um, when I look back, you know, I, I was able to fill in my eight hours. 
to to get paid and the senior pastor was very very dogmatic about everyone had to, had to have their timesheets filled out he went through all the timesheets yeah. and and they called that accountability but it was accountability that I don't think had any productivity it was just I almost think it was like a fear based wow. uh, accountability that yeah. that, ever, that people aren't goofing off and I just kind of it just it never worked it never really worked and so when we started this church in 2005 I thought you know I'm not going to go there what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to give everybody mm. uh, freedom and uh, and so the truth is our guys can sit in their office and just play solitaire all day or that was once why do you have to bring that up why do you have to bring that it was one I, I shouldn't and have I was high right. score I You're couldn't right. let it go you did I no, couldn't let it go I, I, I apologize <laughs> sorry but back I, on topic when I caught you with words you know and you did have a high score on words, words with friends well. oh. yeah, I was fantastic I find that's a point of fellowship it was fantastic words with friends I, like you decimated and I use biblical words you decimated so the Green like Acre special, special learning school like there wasn't a child there oh, came anywhere near destroyed. you. But anyway, um, so w- when, when we came here, I thought, you know, no, I, I actually want to have a different because all of that, what ends up happening is people will fill in stuff just to fill the eight hours. Wow. And, uh, and what's squeezed out is creativity, uh, thinking, mm-hmm. planning, mm-hmm. strategy, yep. all of that kind of stuff goes by the wayside because you're desperately trying to account for eight hours. I don't want to do that. I, at the end of the day and, uh, you know, at the end of like a, a quarter and we do quarterly reports, mm-hmm. it, we will know whether goals are being hit. Whether, and so for us, you know, accountability works in such a way that uh, when we put a job description together, we have we used to have um, key performance indicators, but now we, we call them measurables, mm-hmm. and they're measurables to see if you're on track. And so, obviously, if if uh, if any of our staff, if any of our team who have got license and freedom to come and go pretty much as they please. Mm-hmm. Um, if if they're not hitting their goals, yeah. if they're not hitting their straps, if their teams are falling apart, if the, there's no growth, if there's no visible growth, if uh, you know people in their 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 area are not uh, excited about the vision of the church, if we're not seeing productive growth, then that's a time where we sit down. Mm. So so for me, accountability is uh, a measure of productivity. So uh, we want to produce producers. Yeah. And to produce producers, you've got to give people freedom. Love now, that. obviously, you have Love boundaries. It. It's not like, hey, yeah. I'm working from the Bahamas mm. and, uh, you know, and everything's kind of offshore delegated yeah. to India. <laughs> and I'm trying to call Pastor James Murray and, hello, this is Punjab. You're British, I'm his assistant. If you need anything today, just let me. Like, that's one. For yeah, that's right. help. It's, not, it's not like that. So, you know, there's, there is it's boundaries. True. Like, you've got to be in the office. You've got to, you know, for team and camera and all of those values but at the same time no one's breathing over you no one's you know uh, lording over you to fill in timesheets I I wanted to get it right away from that and so what we do is we we set goals which I think are attainable goals and then both parties sign off on them Mm. and then we we go about doing it and what that does is it it, um, I think you know that in every three months you've got to give an account so that's in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, what that does is it, it spurs you on to, okay, how do I solve this problem? And all of a sudden now, you can sit for four hours and not have one meeting in your office, but you can just be thinking, praying, planning. And that's mm-hmm. what that's the, the, the element that I yeah. want to bring in Great. that was missing in my first experience. Yeah. And I guess the big thing that I'm seeing here in this environment is that 
if you put a nine to five on someone as far as yet yeah, nine to five and I expect you here and I expect you there, uh, what you also do is you create a nine to five attitude, mm. which is not above and beyond. It's like, well, yeah. five o'clock, don't call me after five. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything after five because no, I've done my work. So if you push yeah. that type of mentality, yeah. you'll get that type of result. So exactly. bri- brilliant point. Again, freedom uh, and, and the ability to be able to to give 110%, but yet still be accountable to the goals, etc. Yeah. So I guess um, the question for church people out there again is, well, why, why have it? Why have accountability? You know, we, we talked about what does it mean for us as a church to have it, but but why? What's the importance of having an accountability structure in place? Yeah, I think um, like when, when I look through the Gospels, it, one of the most common themes with Jesus is accountability. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whether it's a vineyard, so some, some guys are leasing a vineyard and the owner comes after a year and looks for grapes, there's none. So he comes back the second year, third year, he wants to, you know, have some wine and there's none. So he says, you know what, let's just rip everything out take the vineyard from these guys and give it to someone else and these guys realizing that their livelihood's going mm. to be gone so they beg him please give us one, one more year we're year. going to dig yep. we're going to fertilize mm. next year if there's no one then take it off us but that would never have happened if he hadn't come back if he hadn't looked for wine if he, if, if he hadn't brought them to account they would have just kept goofing off mm-hmm. and so you know so we see that accountability uh Accountability curbs that bend in all of us in human nature that moves towards pleasure and away from pain and discipline. Mm-hmm. We hate pain and discipline. The reason that obesity is a problem as opposed to chiseled abs is not a problem. Yeah, I wish it was. It's yeah. one of my personal it's problems. It's your personal problem. I'm like, dang, these chiseled abs always <laughs> get in the way. And, you know, and... You know, Alana wanting to use your yeah. stomach to wash. To wash stuff on. As opposed to using the washing yeah. machine. And then you've got like the detergent, you know. And at the airport, I'm always the getting the pat down. Oh, I'm always gosh. getting the pat down always. at the airport. Always. <laughs> but, you know, for, for, for normal people. Yeah. It's, Back to the listing it's, viewers it's, out there. It's yeah. the obesity that's usually the issue. You know, yeah. it's, um, so you know, so we move away from from pain and discipline, but we move towards pleasure and laziness. Mm-hmm. And so, what accountability does is it keeps us. Uh, uh, moving back towards, okay, I've got to be disciplined, I've got to be focused, I've got to face the pain, I've got to have tough meetings, I've got to get these things done, heck, I've got to produce. Okay. And uh, there's, there's nothing worse than um, having having anybody on your staff who's not carrying their weight. It's not fair to everybody else. Mm. It, it destroys morale. Yeah. When you have a whole lot of people who are giving, like you said, 110%, who are working 40, 50 hours a week to, to see the church grow, and then you have one person who comes in late, who goes off who doesn't perform who you know is dropping balls who you know it 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 will affect the the rest of the team Mm -hmm. and what accountability does is accountability will will draw that person out so that you're you're building a team of people who are all running hard who all love each other who all have mutual respect building great morale without any levels of accountability uh, those things fall by the wayside. People can get away with too much. And, you know, it's like a, a chain is only as strong as its weakest link. You have a weak link that everything just seems to fall apart through. Mm. And it won't be long that that person's inactivity or inability to perform or their laziness will begin to infect people around about. People will say, well, hang on, why am I busting my gut? You know, that person's earning exactly the same salary as me mm. and they're never here, they never do anything. What's the point? Yeah. And before you know it, you've got this 
this kind of silent insurrection that's taken place mm. simply because you haven't had accountability in place mm-hmm. to weed that person out. So you've got to have accountability. The benefit for a company is uh, that you have uh measurables mm-hmm. that you're able to to line up against a person to see whether they're performing now again I don't want to get timesheets and I don't want to be you know having people give me an account of where they are every minute of mm-hmm. every day you know if, if we're doing that I may as well be a kindergarten teacher that's right yeah but uh, you know we want adults and we want I want people to to be really wise with their time yeah at the same time you know um, uh, you know, it's it's always balancing, balancing marriage and family and all that kind of stuff. So I don't mind if if our staff are taking their wives to to lunch or whatever. If if they're hitting their goals and their jobs are getting done, I really don't care. Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? I love it's that. like it's so it's that that yeah. to me is the benefit of accountability. That's good. And, and and I guess from a before we move on to the next question, the the practical side of that for all our listeners out there is that even within church, so uh, as as the young adult uh, pastor in the church, you know, you've said to me, really, our success is seen on Sundays, mm. not just, you know, even throughout the week. Yeah, we're, we're setting up for success on Sunday throughout the week. So, uh, you know, with the accountability of who's there on a weekend. Yeah. And the importance of now, some people could look at that and go, hold on a sec. Wow, well, that's, that's a foreign thought. You're actually saying to people, you're responsible for getting people to church on the weekend. Now, I've been, you have... We've been in a lot of churches where a pastor's just there really uh, as, as you know, when someone's got an issue, they come to them and, and that's a pastor's job. But what we've instituted here is more, well, pastors also really what it's meant to be is a shepherd and they have a particular herd that they're made yeah. to get into. Yeah. They house of God everywhere yeah. to be fed, to be full of faith, etc. So, you know, practically, how have we put that in a place now in our church? How do you feel that we've done that? For all those guys that are out there, they've got maybe yeah. pastors on staff, leaders on staff. Yeah. How have you done that in a healthy, productive way that ensures that the senior pastor is not the only dude getting people in church on the weekend, yeah. but there's a team in, in charge and responsible? How does that look? We um, Well, you know, the only thing Jesus said that I, he will build is the church. So mm-hmm. he said, I will build my church. Mm-hmm. And so the only thing he said he's going to build. And so, you know, we're called to be co-laborers with him. So to me, every person is called to build the church. Mm-hmm. And uh, on top of every job description, the first the first line on mm-hmm. under the name yep. of, you know, name, title, and then underneath that, grow the church. So whether you're the children's pastor, whether you're the janitor, whether you're the you know uh, high school pastor the youth wo- worker the administrator doesn't matter every single person's job love that. Love that. is to build the church because we're all called to be co-laborers with Christ all of us are called to make disciples none of us are going to stand before God and he says how come you didn't make disciples well I was the church administrator so the, and God's going to say oh flip up you know what I forgot I didn't realize yeah, you were the church administrator yeah. you're exempt from making disciples yeah. how come you didn't make disciples well I was you know I was the youth but okay you're exempt how come you well I was a business person I was mm-hmm. now every single Christian mm-hmm. is called mm-hmm. to reproduce mm-hmm. and so what we want is we want to build a church where it's people aren't hoping that somebody else will do it. Well, you know, the senior pastor, he'll grow the church. Or, and we're all, we're all amazed because God calls gifted people into a senior senior roles. So and what happens is people say, wow, you know, they're gifted, they're talented. And so they would prefer to attend, you know, the, the Jürgen show than for them to pick up initiative. Oh, you know, he'll grow the church and he'll get people saved mm. and he'll, his, you know, the Australian uh, 
Australian accent or whatever humor content that'll grow that but it's not it's every single person mm-hmm. bringing people to church and especially if you're if you're a leader of an area of our church and we don't call them departments we call them areas if you're part of you know the young adults or youth mm-hmm. you know we we had I saw you know a youth pastor had so many people turning out on a midweek but none of that was translating to a Sunday mm-hmm. and to me that's a fail like mm-hmm. you know you're not there to build your thing you're there to build the church so mm-hmm. everything builds the church mm-hmm. kids youth young adults high schools outreach evangelism women's ministry men's ministry everything has got to build the church because the only thing that Jesus is building some mm. people say well you know the church is you know it's not there on a Sunday sure you know I can I can kind of go with that but at the end of the day Sunday has to be mm-hmm. a celebration yeah, and a right. manifestation yeah. of everything that's happened during the week it's it's like you know it's it's two hours on a Sunday like so you don't have to be there every week to to you know be in the church it's not like your um membership in the church is revoked if you're not there on a sunday but at the same time if you are part of the church you want to be at the church Mm -hmm. you want to be in 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 the service you want to be praising and worshiping you want to be hearing a word Mm. from god you want to be touching god you want to be bringing your tithes and offerings you want to be fellowshipping with other believers and so i just believe that every person is responsible and i think that's what that's what accountability does accountability keeps responsibility right uh prominent in people and Mm. we all try and shirk responsibility Mm. you know uh, god's first question to to you know cain is where is your brother abel Mm. and a and cain says what am i my brother's keeper in other words i'm not responsible i'm not responsible for anybody else but myself and that that there's the statement of a murderer Mm. you know because he'd murdered him and uh you know and we we can you know it's being fairly harsh but but when we don't care about anybody else and now I'm only responsible for getting me to church, I, I really think we've missed something in God. Absolutely. Like we should feel Absolutely. a responsibility mm. everywhere we go mm. to get people. And I, I just think that we live numb to heaven. We live numb to hell. It's because it's, it's so distant. Yeah. It's so far removed. The time will come when we stand before God. Heaven will be real. Hell will be real. And at that moment, the realization of, oh, crap you know what was i mm. i just kind of lived this kind of very passive almost you know uh yeah lethargy you know, yeah, yeah life yeah. why yeah. why wasn't i aggressive yeah. and so i so i want to keep a level of responsibility that i'm responsible for getting people there and you know with our connect groups like i want our connect group leaders to be saying I'm responsible for my entire connect group I'm going to shepherd them Mm. don't you worry about it Pastor Jürgen don't you worry about it Pastor James don't worry Pastor John you know I've got it I've got this we're going to fill this entire row in fact at big events not only are all my connect group people going to be there but they're going to be inviting neighbors Mm. and friends Mm. we're we're behind the vision this is our church and we're going to if every if every connect group leader had that there'd be no there'd be no limit to the growth growth would be exponential but what happens is we just reduce responsibility to well you know what there you have what is yours you know if i turn up you should be happy yeah and it's 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 that parable of the talents where the guy just brings back what was given to him Mm. and god's not interested in in you know you just giving back what he gave you he's interested in growth he's interested in in what he gave you having friends yeah Yeah. having companions having you know siblings Mm. i gave you one talent i'm expecting two or three more great so last but not least question great great answers great stuff i know you're loving it out there in in uh, podcast land uh, the last one, I guess, you know, and all that said, I've seen it 
different ends of the spectrum here of uh, healthy accountability and unhealthy accountability. You've got people, you know, like you say in the original uh, illustration or story you used about someone who's like, I want to know hours and you've got to write it down and all that stuff. And like you said, unhealthy accountability or strict, forceful, staunch accountability makes people feel like little kids, mm-hmm. immature, and exactly that's what you're going to produce is more little mm-hmm. kids and child, not childlike faith, childish yeah. faith, you know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, but then there's a healthy side of it. So yeah. for you, for a leader out there listening or a pastor listening out there to create a healthy amount of accountability. So it's a healthy balance. It still has, yeah. you know, hey, look, I'm going to hold you responsible, but also, yeah. you know, the, yeah. there's love and support. So what, yeah. what does that look like for, for you what do you think that looks like for our, our viewers our you know, listeners out there um, you know a couple of things faithfulness can't be tested in the presence of authority so authority has to leave the room for, t- for faithfulness to be uh, to be tested right so that whole that whole model of where you know it's almost like there's someone watching over yeah, your shoulder yeah. actually never allows you to produce faithfulness mm, mm. so you know it's a little bit like the guy who is playing solitaire until the boss he hears the footsteps of the boss then he quickly you know to uh, changes the screen on the computer hey I'm just sending an email to you know the this other division in finance, you know, and it's not... Actually, I had that once. You did? With Pastor Phil. It was hilarious. Oh, no. Yeah, back in the day when we were working together, I was new in the office, young, immature, unchristlike, and uh, Pastor Phil walked past while I was playing a game oh, on the computer. No. And I just quickly changed the screen, and he's like, yeah, yeah, how'd you go on solitaire? Awesome. You know, like this. Oh, so he no. saw me, it was awesome. Oh, but you know what? No. Hey, listeners, grace is sufficient. Put down no. your stones there not in podcast land. Grace is sufficient. I've changed. I've changed. But anyway, so... So, so what I'm saying is that, uh, Pastor James, you've been a fantastic <laughs> illustrations today. Yes. Um, but, you know, like, faithful, uh, for faithfulness to, to be proven... Mm authority has to leave the room yeah wow so you know because we all say that you know faithfulness is is who you are when no one's looking love that and so so in in the in the story of the parable of the talents you know going back to that Mm. the guy gives one five another two another one then the bible says and the master went on a long journey so he left the authority and he left them to themselves Mm -hmm. one produced five more another produced two more but another guy did nothing with Mm. it Mm. and when the master came back the guy with five says listen you gave to me five here's five more he didn't say you know how did you spend your time show me your time sheets I'm going through this hey there's a day here where it looks like you went fishing none of that he didn't care all he cared about was the productivity mm, and right. so these guys were self-motivated they were, they were faithful because faithfulness can never be proven while authority is in the room mm, and so you know cool. so I've seen unhealthy accountability is where we don't give the, the people the opportunity to produce faithfulness mm. and God's God's I believe that God's highest attribute is his faithfulness towards us and his highest desire wow. is our faithfulness towards him. Wow. And when we read in the scripture, well done, good and faithful Very servant. Good. Very good. The, the goodness comes out of faithfulness. Mm. You can't have well done, good and unfaithful. So like, I can't be a good husband, but I'm unfaithful. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that doesn't work. You know, that's a doozy. Leanne's one complaint is, you know, <laughs> 
I'm out there, you know, committing adultery. But other than that, really good husband. Good. Really good. You, know, like you can't have You can't good separate them. Great and, point. And it's good and faith, and, the, yeah. and goodness flows out of faithfulness. Wow. And so God wow. looks for faithfulness. And so faithfulness has to have, you have to have authority leave the room. Mm. And uh, and so, and that that's a, that's a huge thing because most people like to micromanage. Mm. Probably the other side of unhealthy accountability that I've seen is, it's not, it's, it's unhealthy because it's just, it's unrealistic accountability. It's like, I'm going to sit with you, Pastor James. I'm going to ask you these five questions. And there's a sixth question here that you don't know about. And the sixth question is, have you just lied to me? And oh. it's, you know, it's about, you know, it's about morality and accountability. And somehow I believe that if I have these five questions of accountability, if you know that you're accountable, if, if I'm going to ask you about your thought life, have you had a lustful thought? Oh, no, no. I, have you just lied to me? Yes, you're right. I'm not, yeah. And that, account, if you need that, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? If you need, I just think that's just come on, come on, guys. Let's just get a little, little bit bigger. Let's have, let's have, kind of an open door policy where that level of accountability is very pastoral. And so, what I was going to say is, in every single one of those stories that Jesus told, mm. the, uh, the, the master was very interested in the productivity of the person mm. and you know called the person into account and came with reward in his heart wow. so the guy with five produces five more he says well done good and faithful so you were faithful over a few things I'll make you ruler mm. I'm going to give you a promotion you're going to rule and he came with a, with a desire to bless and I think that uh, healthy accountability is an accountability where we as a shepherd watch those people that God has entrusted to us mm. and we're looking and there's always little signs people you know, who, whose eyes are just just off-center in a meeting. They're, they're just disconnected. They're not engaged. People who, they were sitting in the front, now they're sitting in the middle or they're sitting towards the mm, back. Mm. You know, body language, you know, arms folded, you know, looking down, looking all forlorn. Or people who are, you can just see people when they're carrying weight. As a shepherd, you know, for me to go in with a whip and try and get more out of them, I need to realize, put the whip away mm. and, uh, you know, bring bring out the comforting rod and just say, hey, you know, what's happening? Tell, tell me what's happening. What can I help you with? What what wolves, what devils can I beat away from you? What can mm. I pray? I just noticed you're carrying something. I noticed this is not you. Mm. Or, you know, and maybe at the three-month report, you know, you didn't hit any of your goals, but I've noticed you've really been struggling. You know, what is it? Well, you know what? In my marriage, I'm having a really hard time or, you know, I've just struggling with temptation or I'm struggling with these issues or whatever. Mm. And uh, we're committed to people that it's not a, you know, a, a one strike and you're out. Uh, you know, we, 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 the people that we hire, we're committed to them. It's, mm. it's, it, to us, it's a covenant. And uh, I realized because I was such a, such a messed up person when I, you know, got saved, started working in church and it was just grace. It was mm. just mm. honest, just uh, long-suffering, patience, and grace with me wow. that kept giving me opportunities oh. to, mm. to, to rise again. And so we kind of have a, have a culture here where when people come on, we realize that all of us have got issues, all of us have got yeah. stuff that we're working yeah. through. I want to create an environment where there is accountability. You're not going to yeah. get away with much too long. Yeah. But in that, in that uh, highlighting of whatever drop balls or failure yeah. or irresponsibility, there's enough courage to confront it but then there's enough yeah. care yeah. to work through it, yeah, to, to give answers. Yeah, to yeah. say, look, this is, have you thought of this? Or, hey, let's give you a break or let's work on this. Or we're going to put you into counseling. Mm. You know, I'm going to walk through stuff. And we've done that, you know, uh, over the years with, you know, with, with different staff members who have faced challenges and faced issues who are still on staff today mm. because mm. we just recognize times and seasons. Right. And I think that if you have that level of accountability where, 
the uh, the employee knows they're not going to get away with something, but they know that it's not a harsh retribution that's going to come down on them. That we're not like perform or you know hit oh, the road. Yeah, wow. It's it's we want you to perform. We believe in you. If you're not performing, it's not that we've hired the wrong person. It's that hey, there's some stuff we in you that you. needs to be shifted, that needs right. to be changed. We want to help work through that, and we care about you. And I can't tell you how many staff members you know we've put through. Uh, counseling that we've paid for because they hit a wall, they hit a ceiling, or stuff that was buried deep in, you know, the, their their soul from their childhood, from whatever, mm. all of a sudden came to the surface. It could have derailed them, but we, we we love those people enough. We and we felt invested enough into them that hey, now let's pay the price. Let's get you counseling, right. get you fixed up. You're bigger than this. You're better than this. And you know, and then to watch them come back and absolutely just perform, mm. hit the ball out of the park, mm. Mm. is just a testimony. And and what happens is you end up with those people for life. Yeah, I think churches that are too quick to hire and fire, you you may have great people, but you won't have them for long because mm. that there's something about walking through something with with right. someone. Right. You know, God says when when you go through the fire, I'll be there. Mm. When you go through the flood waters. I'll be there. And the reason he does it, he'll walk with you through the fire. He doesn't put out the fire Mm. and he doesn't prevent the flood, but he walks with you through the fire, through the flood, because there's a bonding that happens when you're with someone in their crisis, when you're with someone in their low time, when you will pick someone up in their low time and say, you're bigger than this, you're better than this, Mm. I believe in you. Mm. And uh, and so that that's probably I know it's a different subject. No, kind of it's flows. good, but it's yeah. a loyalty. It just builds a loyalty. It and, does. Great you know, we, 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 we want to build. We want to build. Um, you know, a team that are here for life. Right. And uh, whether, whether they stay in C three San Diego or whether they plant a C three church out of us, the way I'm seeing it is they'll always be life members. They'll always yeah. be life friends. Yeah. Like we'll always be doing right. life together. You right. know. Uh, they'll be coming back and preaching here we'll be ministering and resourcing them there yeah, and yeah. constantly th- those, so those dynamics won't ever change so good so good some great great stuff there and look you know for the, for the listeners down there take, take this uh, podcast and, and uh, you're obviously listening to now but feel free to share it around with your teams there's some really great gold in there that can help your teams help your people and uh, we, we want to encourage you stay tuned for more and uh, feel free to get on our website email us if there's any questions anything you'd like for us to bring up uh, in this leadership podcast because we're there to help you and uh, resource you so guys thanks for listening www.c3sandiego.com so we'll see you soon thanks guys God bless Thanks for listening to today's message. To find out more about C3 San Diego, go to c3sandiego.com.